This is All the Right Marketing, a publishing podcast by Cardinal Rule Press. Now, here's your host, Maria Desmondi. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Maria Desmondi. I am the publisher at Cardinal Rule Press, and we are a children's publishing company out of Metro Detroit. And actually, our team works all over the country, but we're located here in the Detroit area. And we have a really great following of writers and people who are aspiring writers, people who are published writers, who come to us for advice, who come to us for marketing ideas. And so I thought this would be a really great series to do because people in the industry, who knows more about books than publishers, it would definitely be agents, right? So today, I'm so excited to have Jessica Reno. Am I saying your last name correctly? That is, yes, that was perfect. I go over that part. Um, I am so pleased to have Jess here today from Metamorphosis Literary Agency to talk to us about her journey. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. This is so wonderful. And, you know, as a writer, an agent, and someone in the publishing industry, I love that you're doing these series. This is so great. So thank you very much for having me. Oh, you're welcome. I'm just thankful that so many agents are giving us, you know, 20 minutes of their time to get that insider scoop as to, you know, what it, what does it take to get published? And what are the things that writers can be doing, especially now that a lot of us are in our homes? And I've heard from a lot of writers like, now's the time I'm going to write that book. So Jess, tell us a little bit about your journey as to how you got to senior agent position at Metamorphosis. Like start from the beginning. <laughs> sure. So from the beginning, I, um, I'm a writer myself. So, um, but I, I didn't find my writing groove genre <laughs> until quite some time. So when I first started, I was really into picture books. I joined SCBWI, which is an amazing organization for, you know, kids. Um, just the things that they offer, um, conferences, conferences online now, um, just it's a really great supportive community. That's how I found my critique group and um, just all of the, the friendships and connections that I've made through that organization was, um, you know, it really did help in my publishing career to get me to where I wanted to be and where I am today. So um, I, I started off writing picture books and then um, I don't know if anyone's familiar with me and my platform, but I have a ton of food allergies. So um, I'm very big into, you know, getting chronic illness voices into, you know, kid lit literature, um, underrepresented voices. So I, that was always a big thing for me as a writer and to join groups like that, to see, um, you know, I, I honestly, personally, some days are great, but I can't sit for long periods of time, you know, at a computer, at a desk. And, um, and just those connections that I made um, ventured out before COVID. So saying that there are some remote opportunities because, you know, as much as everyone would like to be, you know, in New York or, um, you know, other, other places, it's just, it's not feasible for a lot of people. So um, I was able to, um, I, I would say research, but just connect with other writers, other, um, you know, publishing professionals, especially on Twitter. That's why I started my Twitter chat too. So just to get a sense of, community and um, I realized that quite quite early on that I'm not a picture book writer because <laughs> anyone who says that picture books are you know easier oh it's like less than 800 words no it, it honestly they're the most difficult books to write so picture book authors well done 
done. I give you all the props. Um, so I started writing that. Um, I was asked to write a nonfiction book on food allergies for teenagers. And then I realized that, you know, the YA genre is something I wanted to write in. And then that expanded my um, universe, I would say, into like, wow, there are other, you know, genres, there are other paths, there are other things that I want to learn about. And as I learned about the other genres, I joined other organizations. And um, I was very fortunate enough to have, you know, wonderful people um, reach out and, and communicate with me and, you know, become a, a voice of direction for where I wanted to go. So um, what I write now, uh, I do have a nonfiction book coming out next week based on my Twitter chats, but um, but I do actually, YA is my genre, but, but that's what we're working on. There's nothing published in that area yet, but it was great because I could take from everyone I spoke to and, um, you know, my background before publishing was in the legal field. So I'm one of those people who absolutely loves looking at contracts and, and negotiating and, you know, just trying to get a sense of what's going oh, on. Goodness, your background is perfect for an agent. It, position, it's, right? it's a little crazy. And then, and when I was writing, I did freelance editorial work and I loved, loved, loved um, just developmental editing with authors. And then, so one of my, my um, mentors was like, Jess, you know, you, you love editing, you love writing, you know, your way around a contract. Why don't you try agenting? And I was like, no, that's, I, I can't do that. I don't know what I'm doing. That That's crazy. But the more I was in the industry, it just um, evolved and it kept, you know, like, just do this, just do this, or direct you know, me. And like, just the more and more I've heard, a lot of agents started out or, or yeah. parallel, like side by side, are writing and agenting at the same time. So you're yeah. definitely not the first person that's told us that. I know um, Stephanie, also at Metamorphosis, yes. um, she also has, is a writer, and yes. um, I think Alyssa, too, who we interviewed. That's yes. very cool. Yeah, so I know you think when you were talking to Alyssa, you were saying that Oprah's whispers like later on. Uh, so that that really is what it is. And it was like, you know what? Why don't I I have nothing to lose? Let's try it. So I am um, actually found on um, Twitter that Metamorphosis was looking for in interns, and it was remote, so it completely fit into my schedule. And uh, I, the rest is history. Just fell in love cool. with it. Yeah. Very cool. What do you um, specialize on a certain type of client, like as far as picture book, YA? So I'll probably be one of the only agents you speak to who has such an eclectic list of authors. So because I write and was involved in many different groups, I, I don't specialize in a certain area, but I would say I specialize in a type of author, if that makes sense. Mm, okay. so, um, so what I'm looking for is I do have to obviously fall in love with the story. Um, you know, I, I need to know what authors, you know, want out of the career I want to make sure that I am the right person that can uplift them and help them move forward because um you know there are some that like historical um fiction I love to read but I'm not necessarily the best agent to propel that career forward for you so um you know authors even though you know you might be a great personality fit at the end of the day your agent still has to sell your work so um you know there's so many factors that go into it but I think you know I'm just looking when I work with with an author that we're a partnership and we're collaborative and that, you know, I love the ideas of the story that, you know, you can take feedback, give feedback and just that real partnership aspect instead okay. of me just 
saying, you know, I, I, I want it to be a team, if that makes sense. Awesome. And it has to be a team because yes. that's how you're going to get the book sold. Now, here's the other thing I, I really wanted to dig into. Um, one of the things that I, what, as we were listening and I took a couple notes, you talked about SCBWI conferences, which mm -hmm. is particularly for, you know, children's writers and yes. illustrators. You talked about critique book groups mm -hmm. and you were not the first agent to talk about critique groups. And then you also talked about the Twitter chat. And so all of these things remind me that an author has to be invested in this journey and this aspiration. And so it's not just looking for an agent and sending the manuscript, but it's also about networking and community too. And so I heard you say that. Do you want to speak a little bit on the importance of that? Sure. Yeah. So I, I think a lot of times um, so where I was a writer first and then, uh, you know, I worked in editing, I, I worked um, and now working as an agent. I do find sometimes that, you know, you're a writer is just, you're so excited and you should be, you have this amazing manuscript that you want to send out, but you do have to take the time to think what you want. And that, that's actually what I wrote about in my book, um, you know, based on my Twitter chat. So even if writers want to just do hashtag the writer then scroll through the chats. Um, oh, yeah. We, yeah. I want to hear a little. Tell us the name of your book. I mean, come on. It's come oh, on. sure. It, um, it's The Writer's Zen. So it's, it's um, yeah. The book transpired from the chat that you started. Yes. So it, it was, and that all had to do with community because, um, you know, as a person who, you know, I have very busy life, very, I love my kids to death, but very demanding, you know, it, it's just, and I was working, you know, a couple part-time jobs and just, you know, it, it's, it's, life is, can get a little hectic. So it's very hard. Like as much as I would love to get like a chateau in France to be on a writer's retreat, that's not the, the reality for most people. I mean, even editors and agents and especially, you know, now. So yeah. I wanted to make it more accessible, which is why I love that you're doing these series too, because if you don't have the information in front of you, you don't know what opportunities might be there. So that was, I was just chatting with a few other authors on Twitter and I, I said you know would would this be helpful if I just started you know a weekly chat because my my um, direct messages were, were overflowing and, and the, with the you know similar questions so I'm I'm always you know the type of author you know everyone has to be respectful which I'm sure all of your viewers are but I'm always open on I'm very active on Twitter if you have any publishing questions um you know my my Twitter is always open so I, I do the writer's zen was to bring community bring writers mm -hmm. together to ask questions to help build each other up and so mm -hmm. that transpired into the nonfiction book which is amazing yes. very yeah. cool very cool Thank and you. part of community though when you have an author who comes to you mm -hmm. and they bring you the manuscript and they haven't done any of these other things like a critique group that's a problem and you can spot it like this can't you immediately and and you can even in queries sometimes and and this is why it's so hard because the amount I'm sure you see it too as a publisher there's so many queries that have just such great potential and I, I wish I could give you know personalized feedback but I, I do on some queries like if, if it is apparent that you know I'm like okay maybe you know try this try this on Twitter and I try to do that in my chats too just to nice. direct people to yeah. where they need to be. Yeah, you know, it, it kind of reminds me of um, a high school, high schooler. Okay, this is going to be my analogy. A high schooler 
who has these aspirations and dreams to go to an Ivy League college. And guess what? You have to have some stuff on your resume. There's got to be some stuff on there. Like maybe, maybe it's not sports, but maybe it's specific clubs that you've joined and volunteering that you've done. And the colleges look at that. And as a publisher, I can say that when I re read a query letter, those things, I pick up on those things. Oh, they're, actor, they're active in the writer's community. That tells me that they've put time into the education into being a writer. Right. Yeah. And and there's like, you, you know, and, and Google is available too. So it, it's not like things aren't right there. And you, the writers do have to be mindful of, you know, what, what, the procedures are, but um, you, there's a lot of information out there now, and that's what what I like to try to to gear people in the right direction. So it's awesome if your family reads your things. Like my sister is the best beta reader, and for fun, sometimes I'll put things in there that I know will, will frustrate her to make sure she's paying attention. Thank you, Erica. But <laughs> it's great. Like she's like, oh my goodness, why is this person wearing jean on jeans? Like that is not a good outfit. <laughs> You're like, that one's for you, honey. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, but critique partners are great. And I think there's this, um, you know, sense that you, your everyone's path is different. Everyone's life experience is different. So, um, you know, if you get an MFA, great. That's amazing. And you can parlay that into something else. But you just need to be involved in the community. You don't need an MFA. Have your beta readers be, you know, um, you, you know, some ex, I, like accessible for things like this or participate, comment, ask questions, ask the questions. Awesome. So I think that's important. Yeah. Super helpful. And let me just double check the chat because we do have some people here in the group, the Facebook, the Zoom group. Sure. If anyone has questions in the Zoom group, let us know. But this has been so helpful. And before we have you go today, I am excited for your launch. That's awesome. Oh, thank you. I know we'll have to chat later because I love talking to you. Absolutely. <laughs> and, um, you know, the last thing I really want to point out is every agent that I've spoken to, they come up with, um, I don't want to say a motto, but one of the things that you mentioned is that you are passionate about uplifting specific voices. And this is important for the writers listening because you want to find an agent that will be a good fit for you and not every agent is going to be a good fit for you and i'm, I'm all about analogies today i'm sorry i'm gonna throw I it, love it. <laughs> i'll give you the analogy of signing up for a newsletter list right and we have cardinal rule press we have a great newsletter that we put out twice a month and i don't mind if people unsubscribe because if you're not reading it you shouldn't have subscribed to it it's gotta be a good fit. So that's what I think about. Like I think about the newsletters and sometimes you just sign up to get something free. Like you shouldn't feel bad with getting a ton of no's from agent because at the end of the day, one, they may not like your manuscript, but two, it just might not be a good fit. So it might be a really good story for a different agent. Yeah. Or even I, I have to tell you too, I know you have to go. I'm so sorry, but um, you know, anyone who submits to me and, and I've given out offers and, and authors have accepted elsewhere, but I am so happy for them. Like I'm genuinely happy to help them go on their journey. And I think that that's important to mention too, is that, you know, we're, we're here to help you move your, your journey forward to get your words out there and, you know, whatever you do as writers, I, it's amazing and keep doing it. Keep writing. You write, you're a writer. That, that's 
that's a good motto too. I think that's a good place to end because the whole series is about hope. And for those of you tuning in next week, we're going to throw you for a loop. So Jean on Jean, um, if you're paying attention, <laughs> um, we have an interview next week at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then we're going to go back to 1 p.m. Um, so we will be here same place, same time. My name is Maria. We just interviewed Jess. Oh, we just got a question. Hold on. Oh, you sure. Okay, Jess Reno, um, if you usually write, this is a good question for you, picture book, but you also wrote a young adult, should you query two different agents? Ooh, that is a great idea. So, um, I mean, not a great question. <laughs> um, so you want to make sure there's a lot of agents out there, like me, me for instance, I, I, when I'm signing an author, I'm signing an author for their career. So there are agents who will accept, you know, your adult manuscript or your YA manuscript and then represent you for everything. But that's something that you want to make sure that, you know, you can put even in your bio line, that multi-genre author, and then that would be up to the agent to ask you about your other work. But um, usually there are a lot of agents that represent different genres. So they would be both able to represent you um, so I think that just just depends on you know what you want out of your career and and things like that and there are some authors definitely, definitely want to query just one story one yes one at a time and see how that goes yeah one okay. project at a time is the easiest way yeah awesome thank you Isabel okay so now I'll say goodbye thank <laughs> you so much for your time Jess thank and we will see you next week at 4 p.m to give more writers hope thank you Thanks for having me. Have a good one. Cardinal Rule Press offers a variety of support to authors, booksellers, librarians, and families. Find out more at cardinalrulepress.com.